Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping events in Colorado. Presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. And welcome in. It's another edition of Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston. Hope you're having a great Sunday. It's always fun to have you join us for some great conversation. A lot of it is about things happening in our community that you want to be involved with. And today is one of those days. We're talking with Cameron Richards and Kenny Monford. They're with Denver Active 2030. Cameron's on the board of directors. Kenny's the membership chair and co-chair of this golf tournament we're going to talk about. And guys, welcome in. Thank you, Murphy. You know, I like to talk about golf. I like to play golf. But I stink. But anyhow, we like to play golf. But first of all, I was telling them as we were setting up here that Denver Active 2030 has been along. I'll ask you, Cameron, how long have you guys been around? Sure. We've been around for 31 years. Um, and over that time, we've grown from an organization that raised about $2,000 a year to now we're deploying about a million dollars a year into the Denver community. A year? Per year, yes. Well, that's fantastic. So talk about it. What is Denver Active 2030, for those that don't know, even though you've been around so long? Yeah, Denver Active 2030 is an organization of men between the ages of 20 and 39. Uh, We're volunteers. Uh, We come from a variety of professions across the Denver community, and we've committed to raising money to support disadvantaged and at-risk youth. So through a number of uh, events, uh, the, the Denver Golf Classic, which we'll get into here in a bit, uh, and you know, the Denver Polo Classic, Christmas for Kids, uh, we work with corporate partners to, to, to raise money. We sell individual event tickets. And uh, at the end of the year, we grant it all the way to local organizations. So uh, we, we deploy all of our money right here in the Denver community. And uh, our mission is to support the disadvantaged and at-risk youth. What a great thing. So how many, and it's guys only? It's an all-men organization. Yeah. How many? We have about 100 members right now. Oh, wow. Uh, so it, we're a pretty good-sized group. So how do you get involved? If you are a gentleman in that age group, what did you say it was, the age range, uh, 20 to 39? I'll that, kick that one over to Kenny. That's yeah. really his wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, folks get introduced into 2030 relatively in an organic fashion. Uh, a lot of the members introduce their friends or folks that are active in the community or want to become active in the community. Uh, They get introduced into myself and then through a somewhat of a formal process, the board of directors. Um, Right now we have about 50 guys uh, looking to join and we'll, we'll uh, we'll vet them, ensure that, uh, that they're, you know, in alignment with our mission and and then they'll come jump on board and help us execute on the mission. Well, is there for some of the gentlemen listening right now, what's the criteria? What do you look for as far as a member? We look, we look for the, the guys that are uh, leaders in their profession. They, they have the time and, and bandwidth to give back to the community. Um, we're looking for the guy that's going to come to the event, work it side-by-side uh, side with the president of the organization, all the way down to the newest guy, picking up trash and making sure that our guests are having a good time. Uh, also, folks with a, a, a large circle in, in the sense that they can get out the word of Denver Act, Active 2030 and about our events you know, the four key events that we host throughout the year, it, it takes getting the word out in order to sell tickets and get people there to help raise the money. Right, right. How do you find out information about joining? Is there a website you go yeah, to? Yeah, if you just go to da2030.org, then you'll find uh, on there there's information about how you can get involved with us, and there's a, there's a whole lot of information there about us as well. Um, what a great thing to do, you guys. We you always know. say we're looking for we're looking for triple threat guys to use a you know a sports analogy <laughs> and why not <laughs> and we're looking for those guys that are you know they're 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 committed to their community they're committed to the cause of raising money for children they're 
committed to dedicating their time. We ask all of our members to work our events. We don't hire out staff. We're there. Uh, sure. You know, we, we put in sure. the blood, sweat and tears to pull off the event. We're hauling trash. We're setting up tables. We're clearing dishes. We, we, so we need people that are, that, that are that committed. They're not just there for a, uh, to show up and have a good time and look good holding a, you know, holding a, holding a drink or something. They're there right. to, to, to be committed to the cause. Um, and those that, that are willing to, uh, to go out and to, to fundraise. And that's, that's our, one of our primary missions. It's a great thing, but that's the fun part. I mean, if you join an organization, all guys, and you have something in common, you want to get out and work a little bit. That's why you're there, right? It is a very fun time. That is what that is the common bond that ties everyone together is we have a really good time making a difference. And you can be married, single, doesn't matter, Kenny? Either way? It doesn't matter. There's uh, there's probably more guys married in the group, and uh, they, they still find the time. Uh, to to commit and and uh, but their families come to the events and certainly have a good time. Well, it is. Do you guys do anything socially just amongst yourselves without a, some kind of a fundraiser? I mean, do you go say, "Hey, let's go all play golf" or "Let's uh, take our wives out to dinner"? Absolutely. I mean, there there's a there's a lot of great social bonds within the group. We also do. I mean, we do members only events. We get together once a month where we have a meeting where everybody can kind of get a updated on you know what the what what's going on with the events, how things are progressing. Uh, but there's also, you know, a, a, a social component to it. Guys get together and talk. A lot of guys get together outside of the group. We do a member retreat up in the mountains every year where Great. all the members go up and, Great. uh, we spend a weekend, uh, up in Breckenridge. Uh, we do at least one other member event throughout the year where, you know, it's, it, it might be a half day. It might be a full day. Last year we went paintballing. Oh, really? Uh, we've gone yeah, whitewater rafting yeah. before. So, you know, we, we really subscribe very, very, very closely to the work hard, play hard motto we we you right. know we we ask a lot of our members and and our members give a lot to us into the community so we also want to make sure that we reward them with a good time when uh when when all the work's done good for you guys so is there any money involved with becoming a member Kenny because I've been in some groups where they say okay you're a member but you'll be required to raise or get a few hundred dollars towards the cause every year so for an individual member uh they're paying just a small dues number which goes to paying their dinner at our monthly meetings essentially so it's just uh Go strictly to that. Uh, outside of that, there's a there's a minimum f- uh, fundraising number that uh, uh, nobody who's involved has ever had an issue reaching the number. It's it's relatively low um, in nature, but uh, th- there are some thresholds. Well, that's part of what you do. You know, if you know that going in, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. You know. and it's also, I mean, you know, we it's also a competitive group. We're all oh, guys. Bet. a bunch a of guys of, together yeah, like it's that. A bunch of guys yeah, and a lot of guys that have you know both you know sports backgrounds. They're competitive in their professional life. Um, so it, uh, the, the, the minimum isn't really an issue because everybody's jockeying to try to get ahead of their buddies <laughs> and, uh, wants to make sure that everybody knows that they're ahead of their buddies. So, and, and, and the numbers are published. So yeah, so everybody, very... there's a full open transparency as to how everybody's doing. So. Oh, well, that just adds to the competition now, doesn't it? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I love that part. That's great. We're talking with, uh, Cameron Richards and Kenny Monford of Denver active 2030. So do you ever get any blowback because it's guys only you know we haven't i mean it it's we there's a there's a companion all-female organization called rocky mountain active that's based here in denver and we've worked with ah. them on a on on a you know kind of partnered with them uh active 2030 is part of it so there's a national organization called active 2030 and denver active 2030 is a, a local chapter and we just happen to be founded to be an all-male organization and uh we've we've, we've kept it with that. So, uh, you know, with that has other than the, the social aspects of it, that has no bearing on, uh, anything else that we do. So, and you've raised millions of dollars. 
We've raised millions of dollars. Yeah, I think uh, our our annual or our cumulative total over 30 years is probably, uh, you know, we're probably approaching somewhere in the 12 to 13 million dollar range. Uh, and for the last probably six or seven years, we've been we've been at or exceeding a million dollars per year. And how many events do you do? That's uh, four events a year. Four events a year, and you raise a million dollars. Congratulations. Well, let's talk a little bit. I know you alluded that you give the money back to the community, obviously. I mean, you don't keep any of it. It's all going back to the community. We should make that clear. There's no overhead with you guys, right? Yeah, we have. We, we, run, a, we run a really lean operation. We have, we have one executive director who kind of is our, uh, you know, they make sure that all the paperwork gets done. They kind of keep us in line because we all are volunteers. So sure. everyone's trying to fit this into their lunch hour. They're trying to fit this in after work in the evenings. Um, but we do have one full-time staff member who uh, helps keep us all organized and keep everything moving. Uh, but other than that, all the money that we raise goes back into the community every year. So when our fiscal year ends, we tally it all up and then we give it all away. So we start again at zero every year, which is a great thing because we think, one, our money needs to be deployed in the community right away. There are people out there, there are organizations out there that they need it now. They right. don't need us to hold on to it. They don't need us to have a you know a 10-year funding plan. They need it now. So we firmly right. believe that. Uh, and two, it keeps us hungry and it keeps us sharp because the next year, this money that we've given away, these organizations that depend on us for support, we have to do it all over again for them that year. So we have to we have to stay hungry, we have to stay sharp, and we have to stay committed to our cause. Thus, thus the challenge. That's the challenge. Yeah, I like that. All right. So, Kenny, tell me about maybe some of the organizations that re- have the benefit of getting your hard-earned money. Yeah, <clears throat> we partner directly with a couple of larger ones uh, locally, Denver Kids being one of them. Um, it, again, there's a children's focus locally, so all sure. Colorado charities. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's around 65 uh, that we that we grant out the, the 65 little, charities. 65. Holy yes. cow! Yeah. I didn't know there was that many charities related to just kids out there in Denver. We they, get they, oh, sorry, we, yeah, we get about 140 to 160 applications for funding a year, and unfortunately, we can't fund everyone. Right. Uh, we've developed a process to you know screen and determine who are really kind of the best-in-class organizations. And we've developed internal metrics that we use to, to, to see how they are going to put our dollars to good use. Um, we've, we, we work really hard to be good fiduciaries for our donors, sure. for our sponsors. Sure. Um, so for example, every organization that applies, they get a site visit from one of our members. So our member gets a whole packet that has everything from that organization's financial information who their board of directors are, what they're actually, what what that organization's mission is, what they propose to do with the grant that we would give them. Right. They go out, they do a site visit, they see the they they meet the people, they see the place, they can ask questions, they can really dive into the numbers, they come back and make a recommendation. So uh, we 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 try very hard to ensure that the organizations that we fund have a plan for how to use our money. We want to make sure that when, it, when we write them a check, that that money moves the needle in the community. And that can be in any number of organizations. That could be an education, a mentoring organization. It might be somebody that's providing medical service. It might be somebody that's doing child advocacy work. But regardless of what it is, we want to make sure that they are a, a best-in-class organization with a plan on how to use, our, how to use the dollars that our sponsors right. 
And they probably tell you what that plan is, obviously, with this homework you're doing. Absolutely. So then you sit down as the whole group and decide, okay, here's where we're going, or is it just the board of directors that decides that, Kenny? Yeah, there's a there's a full uh, group meeting in the fall one time. It takes several hours, but this is after many of the members have done one or two site visits each. We, re- we really rely on their expertise personally to, uh, as Cameron alluded to, speak with the folks that are that are managing the money that, that we may or may not give. So we sit down collectively uh, and everybody kind of, uh, they, they, they provide their recommendation and oftentimes it gets heated because other people think that, that their group should get funding. Oh, I'll bet. And, yeah. uh, and so there's a little bit of a debate factor. And, and again, it's several hours of us going back and forth. And, and then at the end of the day, we choose right. the, the 60, 60 to 65. But, but that's a good thing. If these guys are putting in all the work, the hard work, as you mentioned earlier, Cameron, the physical work, they should have a voice. Totally. And where that money goes. And do, does each organization get the same amount of money? No, it, it varies. So we ask them to, you know, when they when they apply, an organization asks for a set of money, uh, and we want them to know, you know, what what they're going to do with it. So we give out grants that range everywhere from five thousand dollars is our is our sure, smallest grant, sure. um, and that number ranges all the way up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for some of our very long term partners uh, that you know that we've that we're very committed to and we've been involved with for a long time, and we feel confident that that they can that they're going to put that money to good use. Right. So. Uh, it, it spans the whole spectrum, depending on organization and what they want to do. Well, if there's an organization out there now going, hey, I'd like some of that money. I deal with kids. How do they apply for that grant? Sure. So, again, uh, you know, DA2030.org has, uh, has a, a, a link for who we fund and how to apply for granting. Um, it's, uh, our, our grant window for this year is unfortunately just closed. Uh, right. We give our money away in October. So our fiscal year runs October 1 through September 30. Um, but, uh, next year when that, when that window opens, it opens uh, around May 1st is when uh, we put our application online and they can submit an application that way. Wow. That's a lot of work for you guys, isn't it? It's full time. We certainly have good folks involved to make sure that everything gets done. It's a lot of small details. Yeah, but you're taking it seriously. It's not a bunch of guys getting together. Let's have a good time. This is really well thought out. Congratulations. I'm, I'm impressed. Really am. We're talking again with uh, Cameron Richards and Kenny Monford of Denver Active 2030. Now, maybe I should direct this to Kenny because I, apparently one of your big fundraisers is coming up, this big golf tournament. We've got the, uh, the, the 2030 Polo, or Golf Classic excuse me, coming up on uh, August 27th. Well, that's pretty close. Very close. Well, let's talk about that. What's what's it about? Where is it? How do we get involved? So there, there's so many golf tournaments around oh, Denver. Yeah, no uh, kidding. <laughs> I think we all get invitations to four or five uh, annually, but the... This one is, uh, we, we like to think a little bit unique in nature. We'll have some of the folks that we support there to tell the story. It's an, it's an early start. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, it's an early start uh, at Cherry, Cherry Creek Country Club, again, on the 27th really? of this Cherry month. Cherry Creek. That's attractive right there. I mean, that's one of the highest rated private courses in Denver. Certainly. We, we were there last year and got uh, lucky enough to get invited back this year. So. so you had a good time and didn't wreck anything. <laughs> <laughs> Priority one. <laughs> it is. So let's talk about it. I mean, is there food and your breakfast, lunch? Breakfast, lunch, the whole nine. There's uh, a couple of uh, pretty significant packages of, uh, of prizes that were given out that will be announced day of. One's a trip uh, and the other's a sporting package uh, for a local sports team. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll have about 35 foursomes out there. So, uh, wow, that's a big tournament. A, a good number yeah. of people to uh, go out there and support the cause. So if you want to get involved, do you have uh, membership, foursome costs, uh, 
Do you sponsor just sponsor the tournament even though you don't play? So there's a variety of sponsorships uh, that are all listed on our website. But uh, the easiest way to get involved would be uh, just purchasing a foursome. Pretty good recognition throughout the event and on all of our marketing uh, online and such. Uh, but it's a fifteen hundred dollar. Uh, donation to get your foursome, and uh, it's you and, and your team, and, and you go out there and try to win the thing. And you get most of the money then, I would imagine. Yeah, Denver Active 2030, you guys all, get. Yeah. yeah, all the money goes to us. I mean, we yeah. have, obviously, we have some 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 overhead costs that are associated, but again, we keep those pretty low oh, yeah, by but, our members but, being yeah. out there. But uh, yeah, all the money goes into our foundation, and all that money will then be deployed into the community this October. And uh, so I would say that anybody that's interested, we have, uh, we've set up a website. It's uh, da2030.org slash radio. 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 And if you go to that website, you'll see uh, there'll be there'll be some links on different ways that you can get involved with us. There's a, 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 there's a, a link to the to the golf website specifically that covers everything from how to purchase foursomes to if you're interested in becoming a corporate sponsor, right, if you right. want some more of those sponsorship opportunities. Um, we have information on that. Uh, and how to to donate, to get involved with us, to learn about our other events. All those links are right there at da2030.org slash radio. How many years have you done this golf tournament? You know, the golf tournament used to be a much bigger deal uh, up until about 07. Then the Great Great Recession hit, sure, and, and, sure. and, and that sort of took a turn uh, for the worse. We've reinstated it uh, about five years now, uh, so this will be year six in the new new and improved uh, golf tournament. So we're excited to, that it's improving every single year, and we're we're hoping to – uh, you know, get more people involved and raise a little bit more money. Well, the reason I ask is uh, guys that play in tournaments of that quality, if you're playing Cherry Hills, it, they come back and come back and come back every year, I would think. So if you're a new bunch of guys out there saying, hey, I want to do that, they better get on board because you'll sell out, right? That's the plan, I that, would think. That, that is definitely the plan. And that's, I mean, we, you know, with only 34, 34, 35 thor- foursomes that are available, yeah. the golf tournaments by definition are kind of a spaces limited event. So. It uh, it is definitely something that if if somebody's interested in it, the, the time is of the essence. So the sooner the better. Well, the draw obviously yeah. the cause is good, but Cherry Hills. I mean, that's that's a heritage golf class. Cherry, Cherry Creek. Cherry Creek. Cherry Creek. Yeah, Club. Cherry Creek. Oh, that's yeah. relatively new, but that's a good golf course. It's a great yeah. golf yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. that's and, a fun time to play. And you'll get uh, they get uh, you know all the, all the foursomes they get they get a breakfast before it. They get lunch served afterwards. There's a silent auction. Uh, our presenting pom- our, our presenting sponsor this year is the Palm Restaurant. They sponsored us last year. They do a great job for us. They always uh, uh, bring out the food. Make sure that <laughs> yeah. they make sure that they make sure that everybody is uh, is well fed. So, well, let's talk about some of the other ways you guys raise money because I know you just did a big event, the polo event. That's a big traditional event for you guys, isn't it, Kenny? That's arguably our flagship event. Uh, so that's at the end of end of June each year, and that's the thirty first uh, polo that we've thrown. Uh, Three day thirty first. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> Looking back and hearing the stories from the guys that did the first uh, first one, second one, third one, it's it's come a long ways. So how does that work? Where do you have it? And, and I know it's far off, but let's get the word out on how people can get involved with that. Maybe you bet. Next summer, end of June, again yeah. last weekend in June. Uh, it's always at the Polo Reserve in Littleton. That's a three day event. Uh, oftentimes, uh, people attend by way of purchasing a table, corporate sponsorships, and, and, and tables for their company or their family, and, and they usually bring family, friends, and clients. And it's a good way to. To get folks out there, watch a little bit of polo, which, if you ask me, not a lot of people in my circle understand the rules of polo, but it sure is fun to watch. Well, that's a difficult game to play. I mean, you're on a horse with a mallet and a ball. It's I impressive. can't hit a golf ball sitting still on a tee, so <laughs> hitting a uh, polo ball from the back of a horse looks just about impossible. But, uh, 
it's, it's a great event. You know, it's got so many different aspects to it. We start with a Friday night. We have a black tie dinner. That's kind of what you'd kind of associate with your more oh, kind sure. of formal charity gala. Sure. Uh, you know, live auction, silent auction, band, uh, catered by Elways. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a first-class event. And that, too, is on the polo grounds, which makes this it is a bit unique. Right there the, on the polo grounds. Where are the polo grounds? Uh, it's right at, like, Santa Fe and Mineral, basically. Really? Um, and uh, you get great sunsets over the mountains. It's, oh, it's yeah. a beautiful setting. And then the weekend rolls around, and you get – Kind of some different some different flavors. So on Saturday is our family day. Uh, you know, a lot of people bring their kids. There's uh, children's activities, face painting, uh, all sorts of things like that. There's always food. There's always um, open bar, alcoholic, non-alcoholic beverages available for everyone. Uh, well, if you're over 21, the alcoholic yeah. beverages are available. Sure. And uh, so that's a great day to come out with the family. It's a chance for people to get a little taste of an event they might not otherwise uh, go to. Oh, no, it's fun. And then Sunday is kind of, uh, you know, we'd call it like a Kentucky Derby feel. It's, you know, girls in big hats, guys in, you know, and they're dressed kind of up. Ties. They're dressed up. Yeah, it's yeah. a little more of kind of a, it's a 21 and over day. Uh, that's the championship day. Uh, so every day there's two polo matches. So, you know, no matter what your speed is, if you want black tie, if you want a family event, or if you want a, a 21 and over event, we've got a chance for you to experience polo, come out, support a great cause, uh, you know, try your hand at the silent auction. Uh, all that sort of stuff. Or the live auction, if you go to the or the live the auction, you're there on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun time. Is that information on your website, which is, again, give it to us? Uh, it's on DA2030.org. And, yep. And if you go there, there's an events tab, and there's information about the, the Denver Polo Classic right there. That's a big. That's probably your biggest event, though, isn't it? it? It's the biggest. And I'll just yeah. clarify, a number of these polo players fly in from South America for the weekend. It's, it's a Wow, big, it's, it's a that deal. big. Yeah, well, well, there can't be a lot of polo players in Denver, is there? But if they have a club out there, somebody's playing polo. Yeah, there's a small community of players out yeah. here. There's a, there's a Denver Polo Club, and uh, we've you know they've been fortunate enough to send teams to support us as well. So um, you know it is a small community, but uh, we've been pretty lucky to to enjoy their support. Very good. And, and then you do a big Christmas thing for the kids. Is that what the other event is you do for the year? Yeah, Christmas. Well, Christmas for kids is one of our. That's our kind of our holiday event, and. Uh, you know, that that's kind of just the general holiday ask. But what we do with, with that is all, all of our members go out. Uh, we, we pick up kids early in the morning. We take them to to, uh, to to Target, to Walmart, to a place that we've that we've arranged. And uh, the idea is that the kids go shopping for their families. So every kid gets one hundred dollars to buy gifts for their oh, families. That's special. One of the things that we want to do is, you know, it, it's it. one of our big missions is giving giving forward to others that's what we're asking all of our members to do so we're trying to instill that kind of that sense of giving in the holidays as a time of of giving to others so that we take the kids around we go shopping they buy you know gifts for mom dad brothers sisters grandparents um and then at the end we have uh, santa claus flies in on a helicopter with gifts for the kids Stop it. who have now who have now given out you know who have now they, they've you know they've bought gifts for everybody else so they, they deserve a little bit of the action so we bring them in a gift in, in With Santa way. Claus in a helicopter. Yeah. yeah. I love that. You put a big red nose on a helicopter? You don't like Rudolph? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know we haven't. That'd be a really good idea. To, I don't know how that works from like an aerodynamic standpoint. But that would be really cool. Well, at least put one on the pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> well, that's great, you guys. Everything seems extremely well thought out. I mean, really, I know you do it every year, every year, every year, but it just seems like you don't miss a beat, you guys. Way to go. You, you get 100 guys in the room that all have a strong passion for, for this and and, and hopefully something good comes out of it. Well, apparently so. Let's talk about the future a little bit for 2030. You're doing three, maybe four good events all year. You've done them a long time. 
what are you thinking about? What what about 10 years from now? What about five years? You want to take out another challenge, other directions for the group? I mean, there's got to be some thought into that. You guys are so prepared. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've definitely undertaken um, – I would say that every year we undertake kind of strategic vision exercises and where we're trying to go. Um, we've, ex- we've, we've enjoyed a lot of growth recently and, and we want to continue that, that pattern. I mean, we think there's just such a need for the, there's so many disadvantaged and at risk kids in the Denver area. Oh, absolutely. If we could raise $10 million a year, we could give it all away. So uh, we, we do take a very critical approach as to what we're doing and how can we expand our capacity um, and that comes through a number of different ways. Uh, one is that we're always kind of testing the waters on new events. We've tried a couple of events uh, over the past few years. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, the, our roster of events is always subject to change. And hopefully there'll be something new coming coming your way uh, in the not too distant future. Um, another way that we're, we're, we're looking to really leverage is with uh, with strategic partnerships through be them private foundations right. or corporate foundations. We think that we have a really good model with the way that we review the organizations that we support. I think that we can offer a lot of value to people out there that maybe want to give money, but they're not sure how do I determine who is right. a good organization to give to. I want my money to be deployed to maximum value. And that's, I think, one area where we can really step in and say, you know, we have a process, we have a dedicated membership that will go out and we'll give you recommendations for how your money can be deployed to maximum value. So I think through those, right. you know, through, through pulling in some of those, those, um, those partnerships with, with, with foundations and, and, and corporate entities, I think there's a real future there for us to, to, to magnify our impact. Somewhat of an untapped future. I would imagine. But I would think these guys that join the club would all belong to pretty big organizations or people, organizations that want to be involved with communities. Do they approach their, hey, boss, I got an idea for you for donations. That's got to be going on. Certainly. I, I would say that uh, of the 100 or so guys, most every uh, company that, that is, is connected via that network is involved in some fashion, whether it's just a small sponsorship all the way up to title sponsorships for Polo and some of our other events. Well, and I'm sure that uh, these companies are probably proud of the fact these fellows are involved. I mean, they're representing their community. I mean, their company in the community. It's a very easy conversation, I think, for them to have with their employer. Yeah, I would think they'd be proud of the fact that we've got employees out doing this on their own. Nobody's making them do this. And one of our secondary missions as well is to develop young philanthropic leaders. You know, your 20s and 30s as a guy, you're very, uh, you know, career focused. Sure, sure. Um, but what we want to do is we want to find those guys that want to be involved in their community. So, you know, through our organization, through these events that we put on, through some of the partnerships that we do have, we offer our members a chance to gain real leadership experience, chances to run a, 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 a you know, a massive event like Polo, which attracts 3,000 people over the course of a weekend. These are skills that they can pour back into their, you know, into their job or into uh, you know, other organizations, many of our members sit on boards of other charities, be them children's charities or something else that they maybe have discovered along the way that they're interested in. And, you know, we think that we're really a, a place for people to come to learn, to prove themselves. And then we want our members to go out and grow into the community. And, and our hope is, is that Denver Active 2030 becomes a, you know, a, a real incubator for people that are going to be involved in organizations right. into their 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, well, don't you think it is already? I After 30-some years? I mean, you have to look down the road to past members, and I'll bet they're involved at a different level with different organizations on their own. We, we see folks that are uh, a key role on a board here and there, or in some cases, even the president of some of our larger charities uh, at this point. Well, that's fantastic. And, you know, to be honest about it, if you're, as you said, a young guy and you're building your career, this is a good resume builder. I mean, you're, you're out showing a 
potential new boss or new company, look what I'm doing already. And I'm doing this on my own. I would think that would really help the cause. And, and to that point, it is, a, it is a time commitment. And I think a lot of folks, again, in, in your early 20s and in early 30s, uh, you want to give back. You want to you want to do do good in the community. You don't know what that looks like. You don't know which specific charity to uh, provide your time and your talent. Uh, but with twenty thirty, you can really touch quite a few and, and get and get involved and see where that may lie for you. Plus, personally, I mean, it's a feeling of pride. I mean, I've been on groups like that, and, and you feel like you're you're doing something. You're giving back, especially if you feel like you've been blessed. You've got a great family or parents or whatever it is. It's time to share that, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, the, uh, the, you know, just to speak personally about it, the sense of accomplishment we get, uh, you know, that I get after you wrap up polo on Sunday afternoon or, you know, on, on the, the Saturday morning when we do Christmas for kids and you've dropped the, dropped your kid back off at home with a, you know, a bag full of gifts for their family. Uh, my, my, my wife knows that when I, when I come home from those events that I'm going to be talking about 2030 and how good I feel and how awesome <laughs> we are for the rest of the day. Um, but it, you know, it really does. It, it is one of those things, you know, you, you get out of something, what you put into it. And, you know, we, uh, we're looking for people that are willing to put a lot of stuff into that are willing to put a lot into our organization. But, you know, the feelings that you get, uh, the difference that you're able to make, uh, that's the stuff that'll sustain you through, a, you know, any day where you're sitting at your desk, kind of slogging away, not sure, you know, what you're <laughs> really right. doing there. Um, you know, it, it, it'll, it'll get you through some of those periods. It's a, it's a great organization. It just, it, it, it just fills you up so much. Gives you a little purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Beyond family and about beyond job. It's just a personal integrity thing. I mean, it adds a lot to just rounding out, you know, uh, you know, to, to rounding out a life, just to being able to give back to others and seeing what that can mean to uh, what that can mean to people. Because, you, you know, you just don't know what other people are going through. And when you give a little oh. bit of yourself to them, it, it usually gets magnified for them in, in, in ways that you can't even imagine. Congratulations, guys. Job well done. And I am embarrassed to say I've never heard of Denver Active 2030 until now, and I've been in this market 32 years. Now I feel like I've accomplished something myself, getting the word out, helping we, the cause. We definitely appreciate you uh, having us in to come talk about it. It's something that we care a lot about, and you know we, we, uh, we think that we're doing a lot of good out there, and anybody that wants to get involved, we'd encourage them to reach out to us, and we'll find a way to get you involved. Well, let's talk the golf tournaments, August 27th. If you want to become a member, if you want a grant from this organization, Denver Active 2030, what's the website? It's da2030.org slash radio. If you go to that website, you'll find links to get to whatever aspect of our organization you're looking to find out about. Cameron Richards, Kenny Monford, um, Active, Denver Active 2030, thanks for coming in today. Thank, thank you. you very much. Appreciate and congratulations. It. Continued great success in helping our community. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. I'm Murphy Houston. It's a Mile High Magazine, and we'll talk to you next weekend.